0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Obsessed Millennials. My name is Nashi, and here with me is the wonderful Jassy. How are you today?
1: I'm good, relaxed, and ready to do this. Very relaxed. You didn't work today. Yeah, let's, I mean, not gonna say like, let's give it up for independence. (laughs) But uh, <laughs> good to have
0: a day off. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have a day off. I worked. But tomorrow I get off early, so that's good. I'm excited about that. I'm already making weekend clams.
1: Yeah, that's but, good. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I was actually thinking right now that maybe today is not the best for doing this. Because I know I heard fireworks yesterday around like 9 or 10. Hopefully we finished before that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And I don't know about fireworks where you live for today.
0: I I can't remember. I know I worked last year also for 4th of July. It's really hard for them to give us a day off in the agency when it's all midweek. That's why they're giving us like summer Fridays. Um, so I know last year I worked 4th of July, but I don't remember if they were fireworks or not. So I have no clue what to expect. Right now it's like dead silence outside. I didn't even see people. So they're probably Which is not good. Here. They're probably somewhere else at a party that I am not at. And I'm sitting at home drinking water in my PJ's. days. Well that's good girlhood. because
1: you're you're hydrating. I'm that's hydrating. always good.
0: Yes. With this heat you need to hydrate. But how yes. about we just get started before, you know, in case there's any fireworks.
1: Yes, let's get
0: started. So I see on the list that there were a few releases. And first one is Daddy Yankee released a song featuring Wisin and Yandel. It's called Si Tu Supieras. And I didn't know about this one. Apparently it came out the end of June.
1: Yeah, it came out, I think it was on Friday last week. And I completely missed it. Like I didn't see it at all on the releases. That's why I didn't add it for last week since we actually... Record that on Friday. But I saw it over the weekend. And I actually saw the music video because they released a music video for it.
0: I haven't watched that. I did hear the song, though.
1: It's so... The music video is so good. Like, there's this storyline. I'm going
0: to have to check it yeah, out.
1: And I'm not even, like, that into the storyline. I mean, it's a pretty common storyline, right? But the way it was shot so good so good uh but the music like the actual song and the the collaboration too. The
0: collab alone is amazing
1: yeah i wasn't i wasn't expecting them to come out with something because i don't know it's been a while since they have done anything. Um, or like big. Like the big artists. And the genre have come together. And do something together. So it was kind of a surprise. A good surprise. It sounds like kind of like the. Old stuff. Um, 2008, 2009. I really liked it.
0: I really enjoyed it. well. And like you said. I wasn't expecting it to come out now. I don't know if they were teasing about it or anything. I'm not. I've been so disconnected from social media lately. Plus, these aren't artists that I'm, like, fully watching their social media every day to see if they post. So, I wasn't expecting to come out. But, like you said, it's been a while since big artists in the genre just come together. And it's really cool. And I love the sound of it. And I can't wait to watch the music video. Obviously, I'm not going to watch it now because we're doing this. But I'm definitely going to check it out because I'm intrigued. Especially if you said that what you like the most about it was how it was recorded and not really the storyline. And you know I'm a sucker for a good shot. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, another one, and this one I haven't listened to, I know you listened to a few songs, is the Julia Michaels album called Inner Monologue Part 2. Give us your insight.
1: Yes so I know we talked about part one a while ago in one of the episodes and I mean I knew there was something coming right that you don't call it part one just to release that and move on to something else but I don't really follow her. I listened to this because it, I saw it on the new releases on Spotify and yes I did listen to a couple of the songs um not an like the whole song, but I did listen a few and completely. I can't even talk today. I'm trying to make sense. Give me a second. okay. It's
0: okay. You're making sense, honey. You got this. Okay,
1: so I did listen to a couple of songs completely. I liked some of them. I like her voice. For some reason, I don't like follow her. Like really, like. You know, listen to everything that she puts out and all. But I do like her voice. The lyrics on some of the songs, I like them. I think they're really good. And it, it's kind of like in this way of uh, telling a story and not just random lyrics. And some of them, I'm like, you know, on the lyric... As it is, like, what it's saying. I'm like, girl, really? Like, are you that much into a toxic relationship? (laughs) But it's for, it's, there's one song specifically that I'm like, what? It's called Fucked Up, Kinda. So uh, I guess from the title, you can understand what I'm trying to say. But it's good. I think you are gonna like it. I don't know the way. Are you trying to say I'm
0: fucked up kind of?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to say like that um, storytelling aspect, you will like this. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going back and listening to it. There's a song that actually I had to stop listening because I was listening before this. And I felt like I was going to cry, and I didn't want to do that before this. It's called Body, and it's kind of about, like, insecurities and this kind of, like, I would say toxic relationship that some of us have with our own selves. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but it was... uh it got me it got me (laughs) i'm gonna listen uh, to the whole thing again but that one really stuck with me so yeah that's it it's good go listen to it i think you're gonna like it
0: i'll definitely check it out i mean it's on the list and i listen to the new releases sometimes not when i should be listening to them but i listen Eventually. <laughs> so I'm excited to listen to that one, especially if it has a gut storyline. You know, I'm a sucker for those. Yeah. Um, Another release by Snow Patrol. The song is called Time Won't Go Slowly. I did have a listen. I didn't listen to it in the entire song. And although I like the sound of it, it's not the kind of song I want to be listening to to in the summer it's kind of like for mellow days it
1: was kind of like listening to chasing cars on Grey's Anatomy something like that yes yes. that's the only thing that's the only song I think about when I see this band I see the name. I'm like, okay, Chasing Cars. Okay, Grey's Anatomy. Okay, Someone Is Dying. So (laughs) I listened to a little bit of this song, and it kind of reminded me of that. So I just stopped listening. It's kind of like
0: a lot more mellow, kind of like soft sound. I mean, it sounds cool. I'm not saying anything. I need to like really listen to the lyrics too. But yeah, I'm kind of more into really pumped up music lately.
1: Yeah, it's not it it's not the typical uh summer song. It's definitely more something like for the fall or winter, you know, a little bit more depressing. Or a mellow
0: day, you know, a day you're just kinda like chilling or in the middle of a playlist when you need to like tone it down. Yeah.
1: And also, I mean, that's kind of like I I have never really listened to a song by them that is like all upbeat and pump up and making you yeah no it's it's not
0: their style Mm -hmm. or at least i can't remember to any if they have any
1: but i have to say his voice is perfect for that kind of music
0: yes i mean i love i love their music and i love their sound that's not what i'm going on against i'm just saying that right now it's not the kind of song i i i I love listening to yeah i know
1: i get that i bet the next release is it goes to what you kind of want to listen during the summer right
0: yeah yeah except one in the list but yeah oh i know i know all about it (laughs) but yeah the next one i'm really excited about this one i had listened to before but not to detail in a way i listened to it before recording because that's how good I am at this podcast game and being updated. Spoiler alert, I'm not. I'm very bad at this. <laughs> but Rosalia released a new songs. Um, one of them is called Millonaria and another one's called Dios Nos Libre del Dinero. And I like Dios Nos Libre del Dinero a lot more than Millonaria. Yeah. They're really short. Millonaria is like two minutes and something and Dios Nos Libre del Dinero is like a minute something. They're really short songs, but I really, really like them. I do. I like the sound, and it's different from the last one she released. That was like the Couture one. I forgot.
1: There, there's one thing that is very common. I never can understand what she's saying. Seriously. <laughs> In the only one that I understand it's in Con Artura and I think it's just because I have been listening to a lot to that one. But I was listening to these two songs, and I'm I, at one point I was like, "Let me go look up for the lyrics online because I don't understand what she's saying right now." But I do yeah. like the vibe and the sound of. Yeah, the song. I mean, it's
0: it's it's. I don't know where she's from. I can't remember right now. But they kind of like don't end the words well and all these things. Uh, Like
1: us?
0: (laughs) Yeah. But like not like us. And But yeah, I don't know if it's all the series I've watched from Spain that have like got me understanding or not. Or maybe I just listen to her songs that much. Probably Um, it's that one, not the other one a combination or both
1: i don't know i i i have watched a couple like i do love watching spanish movies like and when i say spanish movies i'm talking about actually from spain and yeah, i have watched I, I a lot sure of shows how to
0: say it without people just thinking it was just in spanish
1: you could have just explained it the way I did. <laughs> anyway. Um, the thing is I don't understand. Even with that, I don't understand what she's saying. But I mean, it sounds good. I, I just need to listen to her songs with the lyrics and listen more often. That way I'll probably catch up and really understand what she's saying. But like from the first uh on the first try, on the first listen listen. I never understand what she's saying on her songs, yeah. but that was not it the happened. point, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: that was not the point.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, let me just talk about the next one because you are yeah, I to me. say yeah. You're like I'm not even gonna mention this one.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving the podcast. I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I just want to you know before I mention this, I want to say you know a. Uh, uh, Quick disclaimer it's not me. they're just releasing a lot of stuff
0: It's obviously just you
1: it's not me it's not me. it's not me looking for this. they're releasing a lot of stuff it and it's on my face all the time okay all social media is bullying me with them anyway um b t s release a new song, and with that new song they release two Japanese versions for Boy With Love and Idol. The new song is called Lights. Um, I'm not completely sure if it's just a single or if it's like, okay. If it's just a single, like they just put out a new song and that's it. Or if it's for something else, like last week when I talked about this soundtrack for BTS World, because I know they're coming up, and I know this because again, social media it's bullying me. Um, and they're coming up with a new movie that is gonna be on selected theaters, and it's it's something about beyond the stage. I don't even remember. It's it's from them, it's kind of like a concert, anyway. So I don't know if this song is to promote that or for something else, or just they put out a song, but I did listen. I did like the, what can I say about the Japanese versions for Boy With Love and Idol? Um, I prefer the original. And basically what they did was they left the songs, like the English parts of it are the same. And they just, the rest, they did it on Japanese. That's about it. But we can move on. So you can stop hating me or judging me or whatever.
0: Yeah, I totally... Zoned out through the whole thing. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little sorry because I was ignoring you. But um But it's
1: not me. I mean it's not my folder releasing you. stuff.
0: It's also you. But we have one more music release. Well music related release. Because we have some other releases to talk about. Um, but this one's by blank 182. It's called Happy Days and I did like this one. I wanna yes. listen to it more times because it just it just made me happy, as the title says. And I mean I'm I'm excited. I was about to say, I'm so happy that Blink-182 is releasing new music and just used Happy again, but no, mm-hmm. seriously, I'm excited about it. I don't know. I like their sound, and I, I, I like it when these old bands that bring nostalgia to my heart come back and just, just release new music into the world.
1: It sounds, I don't know if you noticed, but for me it sounds a little bit like the old stuff. It kind yes, of reminds me Uh, It kind of reminds me, I don't remember um... Like the, it reminds me of a few songs from them from the nineties. I don't know why, but it
0: does. Maybe it's because I'm old and I get nostalgia over everything. But it just it brought me back. I was like teenage noshy again. <laughs> but I mean, I really like the sound, and I'm excited to like listen to more songs and stuff. And I I added it to my playlist, so it's there forever.
1: Yeah, I would assume that they're just going to be dropping an album
0: soon. I mean, Maybe, who knows? I haven't researched to see if they've given any hints to anything. But I mean, when you're releasing this much music, right? At least that's what it I'm expecting. To, I mean, it could be in the horizon. If anyone knows, please let us know. Because we're bad at being up to date. We could not- Google it, but we're also lazy. It's not that Ooh. like
1: I don't think I follow blink on like any social I media. I do. I do like their music, but I mean, we could just google it, but we're lazy. We'll figure it out eventually. Well, specifically today, yes, I am.
0: Stop rubbing it in my face. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just because... saying
1: that today I'm lazy. That's it. I didn't
0: say anything else. Whatever. No, but there's been some other releases. These are related to shows and movies. And we got some new things on Netflix. We got the new Stranger Things season. Season 3 is now live today as we're recording this. Fourth of July with all the fireworks. These kids are back at it again. I don't know. I've never watched Stranger Things. Haters, you can hate on me. I don't care. It's not my thing. Is it um, weird that
1: I don't watch the show, but I do watch their interviews?
0: Yeah, that's really weird. I don't know. They they're you're really... obsessed with interviews. So it's...
1: <laughs> that sounds like I don't know anything else, <laughs> which is half true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. They're funny. Those kids are funny, and I don't know, like, but I don't watch. I I don't watch the show, but I do enjoy a couple of you know. Watching a couple it's of not interviews. our
0: type of show so yeah um something else that was released on netflix and it's on my list well th- two things that i'm gonna say are on my list so there's the spider-man into the spider Verse mo- film which i am really excited to watch i wanted to watch through the movie theater and me and my siblings never could because life gets in the way So I'm excited to watch it now. And there's also the movie Swiped. That's also on my list. And hopefully I'll get to watch it this weekend. So you know, who's on that movie? Oh, girl, yes. My sister yesterday, she was like, yesterday? No. Last week, she was like, oh, we haven't watched this movie yet, blah, blah, blah. And today we realized that we hadn't watched it because it's not out yet.
1: Well, but yeah i I know I saw the the we saw a trailer, yeah, I saw a trailer a while ago, but I saw the like the title on Netflix today, and I didn't realize that it had like the official Netflix actor because apparently no one else
0: oh, he's really hot and in right now when being on to all the boys I Loved before it kind of like blew his career.
1: Yeah, but I mean, can Netflix I mean, take it
0: down a little bit? I mean, I'm not complaining. You can't <laughs> see me, but I'm grinning right now. <laughs> I know you. I'm not, not complaining. complaining. I mean, I haven't watched it's Swiped yet, but I, I can already tell I won't be suffering completely.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not gonna be suffering anyway. But you know what I'm trying to say. Like, there's more I know. out there.
0: Yeah, but I mean good for him. I love seeing Noah. He's a good kid, so I say it as if I know him. <laughs> I called him a kid. Am I a grandma? You're
1: but,
0: like
1: you're like, he's a good kid. I have known him since he was on Austin and Alley on Disney
0: Channel. <laughs> I'm just so proud he's gone so far. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited to watch those two movies. So they're on mm-hmm. my weekend binge list. Probably after I watch Mr. Iglesias. And after that, I need to finish Riverdale because if not, my co worker will kill me because she's been wanting to talk about it for ages and I still haven't finished it. You
1: know what else? I you should, should also finish. finish the
0: book. Yeah. <laughs> People need to stop waiting for me to finish things, okay? I'll enjoy them at my pace.
1: I can I completely get it, but you know, um I'm waiting. I need I'm to talk.
0: Yesterday,
1: yesterday I read like eight chapters. Yes. So keep it going like that. And, and, and I have finish to finish so you can actually read.
0: Yes. Um, another release this week this one's not from Netflix it's in the actual movie theater so you guys need to get out of your house to go watch it unless you do some illegal shit on the internet <laughs> um, but the new Spider-Man movie came out Far From Home and on Monday at work there was this big commotion because it was supposed to premiere um, yesterday, Thursday no today, Thursday, 4th of July Here in Puerto Rico, 5th of July in the United States. And, yes, sometimes we get movies before you guys. Ha! Anyways. (laughs) I don't know. The excitement on that. Yes. Anyways, on Monday, when the pre-order for the movie came out, there was also a little announcement that said, Surprise! Movie's coming out 2nd of July, which means tomorrow. So people started going ballistic and planning at what times they were going to watch it. Me, as an adult, had to go grocery shopping, which meant I needed to waste that money first before I knew if I could go to the movie theaters the next day. See, this podcast even has story times. Mm-hmm. Anyways, point is, I got the ticket and me and my sister got to go. And holy shit, I loved that movie. It's my favorite favorite Spider-Man movie so far it's one of my top Marvel Universe movies, I'm really excited about what's to come, I mean you guys have been on this journey with me this year with the whole Avengers thing and Spider-Man is my second favorite superhero from the Marvel Universe and Tom Holland is just amazing and he's so funny and I love his acting and he's such a dork and Zendaya's gorgeous and wonderful and she's lucky because she's kissed Zac Efron and well spoiler she's kissed Tom Holland um that didn't happen but in yeah it's just huh? no, no, me letting
1: everyone know that I haven't watched the first one
0: no no it didn't happen in the first one and I kind of spoiled it but you know you guys this was coming there's other cool things in the movie that's the least of it but yeah Zendaya's is very lucky and yeah, me and my sister were like literally freaking out. I laughed so hard, my stomach hurt afterwards. Um, there was a guy dressed as Spider-Man at a movie theater. Which yeah, is always cool. I, yeah, it's it's always cool. He laughed really loud, which made him memorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the movie was really good. We got good seats, we had a fun time. My sister is like the happiest girl on earth because I had told her I wasn't taking her on premiere day, and surprise, surprise, I did. So I win the best sister award. And yeah, I definitely I think I'm gonna watch it again. I don't know if I'll go to movie theaters. We'll see because Lion King is also coming out, so I don't know if I should splurge on watching Spider-Man again. But this is a movie I'll probably watch a million times when it's on Netflix or DVD or something, so yeah. I know you're not excited at all about it because you haven't even watched the first one, but it's well, really good. Yeah, I mean, it- I, mean I'm, I know you're, I know, I know Marvel's not your thing,
1: yeah. And I have so- said that I'm gonna start and I haven't start watching all the yeah. movies, and I mean, but- you should. This is another thing that I haven't watched, but I do watch the interviews.
0: I mean, he's so cute, though, and adorable, and I love watching him, and he's so excited about everything. And
1: he has been doing all the press with Jake, so it's like, double the eye candy.
0: And and I love seeing him with the kids all dressed up as Spider-Man and doing back flippies. Yes, that's so cute. He's just so adorable, like... He should be Peter Parker for the rest of his life
1: well I don't know about that
0: yeah that's not going to happen but <laughs> in my heart in my heart I, I was joking the other day with my sister and I was saying that I don't know anyone who hates Tom Holland other than Ashton
1: <laughs> oh yeah. oh my God. Understand. You just said that. And I saw, oh, oh my God, here we go again, talking about interviews. I saw an interview.
0: <laughs>
1: I saw an interview uh, a few days ago where, like, the interviewer asked them, like, if there was, like, a movie made, uh, you know, the usual question about who would you get, um who would you like to play, you know, be you in the movie and i don't remember who said it but it wasn't michael one of the guys says like oh you should be uh uh Telling My mcguire the first spider-man um and he he got so happy about it and then suddenly the interviewer goes like or 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 the new one tom holland <laughs> ashton's face <laughs>
0: I seriously don't know why he hates him so much. I don't know. I wonder, is there, I wonder if there's actual beef there. Newsflash, this podcast is gonna call be called Beef Between Ashton Irwin and Tom Holland. <laughs> Get that clickbait. We're gonna start no, but seriously, all the controversy theories. All the controversy. I mean, it's gonna be so good. And there's, Then they'll listen to this and be like, they were just freaking out about doing a controversy. Like, conspiracy but But I mean probably he's just very passionate about Toby being Spider-Man yeah or he's he's just the one that everyone hates Mm, no I don't know about that I mean I don't hate him but everyone I talk to does no
1: I don't know about that because the Spider-Man that I have a lot of people in my life that just plain hate him is Andrew
0: and I don't know why either Maybe I just have a thing for Spider-Man. <laughs> and I don't care who's wearing the suit. No, but I mean. the mm, I was going to say something. I'm not going
1: to say it now.
0: Was it inappropriate?
1: Yeah, so I'm not going to say it. Nasty.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but me and my sister, this is a long conversation we can have afterwards because it's really long and, and I've had it like a million times since Tuesday. It's it's, I was, like, analyzing all the Spider-Mans and why Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man. It's, it's a problem. But anyways, yes, go watch Spider-Man Far From Home. We should get sponsorships from movies, too.
1: But anyway,
0: <clears throat> I, I, I need
1: to tell you something because I think you haven't seen this. What? Apparently, a Marvel producer said or kind of hint that it, there could be a live action of the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and it could be with the three Spider-Mans that we have seen I mean Toby and Andrew and Tom I would fucking flip I would flip I don't know if it's true but I saw that and I I had to tell you
0: it it should be a thing or maybe at some point even if it's like a little short just something funny that they release because I mean and Spider-Man is the only place where they've truly, in Marvel, true in at least movie-wise, I don't know comics, I don't read comics, guys. I know they intermingle. But where they've truly explains this whole multiverse thing. And I mean, in the new Spider-Man one, they kind of like hint at something. And then, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but yeah, then it just goes to shit. But... Yeah, it's the only way that they've explained that there's multiple Spider-Mans and shit. Yeah, Marvel's complicated. But anyways, Spider-Man Far From Home is really, really good. And seeing all the actors back together, I really enjoyed seeing how they explained the blip that happened. You know, in Avengers, they Thanos slapped his fingers and people disappeared. And then they came back. And they explained that very well. And this is definitely a transition movie between what we've known so far and the 20-something movies that have come out until Avengers Endgame and to what's going to be the next phase of the Marvel Universe. So really, really, really excited. And if you are going to watch this movie this week or whatever, there's two extra scenes at the end of the movie. Marvel movies always have extra scenes at the end, people. Usually, there's more than one. Please don't be the fake bitches that get up before. Stay and watch the freaking scenes at the end. So, yeah, there's two. You've been warned, there's two. So, that's why
1: you were saying fake bitches. That oh, yeah, they... I was
0: saying it so loudly, and people were just looking at me. And I'm like, I still don't comprehend how people go to Marvel movies and get up just as the movie ends. <laughs> like, it's it's. It's not the first one or the second one. It's so many other films and things do it. Maybe they're not that into it. Like, some people go watch no, but that's, that's the most fun thing about watching Marvel movies. It's being teased about what's happening next. Yeah, but you're a fan. No, no, no. You need to stay. If you're there, you're a fan. You stay. No, that doesn't yes. mean anything. You be stay. a casual you
1: stay. viewer. No, you
0: stay. You stay. You you need to enjoy it as it's supposed to be enjoyed. You stay, even if it's just to watch Captain America give you safety tips at the end. Oh, but I would yes, watch that. That's happened. But yeah. Anyways, I'm very passionate about people standing up before they should leave. So we just should just move on to Pop culture news.
1: Yeah, we we can move on because um, I think you're very, very agitated right now.
0: It became hot and everything. <laughs> like I got so pissed and upset. <laughs> but yeah, I think you can kick us off with some news.
1: Oh yes, I found out about this today, but it happened like two weeks ago. Metallica had a show on, on Manchester and it was raining pretty heavy but they continued and they performed and they actually uploaded a video to their youtube channel and it's the performance during that show for um master of puppets it's nine minutes long and those are the most incredible and perfect nine minutes of my life i'm so happy i spent those nine minutes of my life today watching that performance because so good and by the way i'm not even i'm i'm not even explaining who metallica is because if you don't know who metallica is uh, don't talk to me don't don't just simply don't talk to me
0: who's agitated now well i need to be
1: passionate about this one okay it's one of my favorite bands And actually, I have been listening to them for, like, since I was a little kid. Look, this band has been around for more than 30 years. People should know about them. Mostly if you wear their merch, just because it's cool. So you should at least know, like, two songs. Actually, more than two, because they have been around for more than 30 years. Yes, I'm mad. I'm agitated. I don't care. Anyway, so the performance go watch it because it's so good it was raining so bad super heavy they were soaking wet but everything sound flawless they're so good so so good i'm pretty so, sure you don't even know which song i'm talking about but yeah sorry this is one of those bands that i'm like you're very passionate about yeah and i and,
0: just listen to occasionally yeah
1: and you're like oh yeah metallica Oh yeah, maybe this But at least vibe. I know
0: who they are and I listen to their music. Well that's good. I'm not passionate like you, but I, I listen. Like well, Apple. Well, you
1: know, like when huh, my relationship with Metallica, it's different than your relationship with them. Like I have been listening uh-huh. to them since I was like eight years old
0: and I yeah. mean I have been listening since I was a kid too, but you know, it's it's not my top fan.
1: And this is one of the bands that I kind of like. Listen, I don't know. Like I listen with my brother, and that's kind of why, not because I listen to him, to them with him. It, that's not the reason exactly why I fell in love with their music. But thanks to him, I knew about them, and I kind of started listening. They did this concert. I don't. I I think it's S N M something like that. cool. They did, like, this uh, concert, BHS uh, because it wasn't even on DVD. Uh, oh, my God, we're old. <laughs> but um, they had, a, like, an orchestra for some of the songs, or for most of the songs, actually. And that's kind of why I fell in love with their music. And from there, I kind of, like, I I couldn't search for anything because, I mean, The internet was a thing, but it wasn't a thing like it is now. So I would ask my brother to borrow some of the albums and stuff like that. So yeah, that particular song from the performance has been in my life since I started listening to Metallica. Yeah, I'm passionate about it. They're good. I saw them live. I know their show is amazing. It's the best show I have ever seen live. So I'm gonna stop.
0: No, <laughs> oh, no, I love listening to you being all passionate about things, but yeah, I'll definitely look it up and check it out because I, yeah, I'm looking for a good performance, so it should be fun. Yeah. Um. In other news, I feel like we're a news show when we do this section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. In other news, there's a rumor going around that Harry Styles could play Elvis Presley in a movie. And I didn't know about this until I read it here.
1: Yeah, so apparently a yeah. uh, biopic is going to be in the works for Elvis Presley. And some of the actors, that they're, some of the people that they're looking like could be potential actors for that to play that role. Uh he's one of them. I saw a couple of other names, but apparently like... How do you say his name? The guy from The Fall Inner Stars. It's one of the possible uh, candidates. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't. Hmm.
0: Harry as Elvis. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. And I'm intrigued. I want to ask my mom what she would think about him. I mean, my mom was a huge Elvis Presley fan. My mom cried when Elvis Presley died. Like, she had a huge crush on him. She had her, his records. She still listens to his music. She'll tell you the story of where she was the day he died. It's it's intense. So I'm intrigued to see what she thinks about a movie being made and all these possible actors that they're considering. Gotta have that conversation. If it has any juicy details, I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> But but I'm intrigued. I'm really, really intrigued. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I do love the fact that they're considering Harry for all this, like, stuff. Like, acting stuff. Because he did such a good... Like, I saw a few scenes. I haven't watched the movie, but he did such a good job on the dunkirk movie and i mean he is great i'm not saying this because it's harry styles and i'm a fan but i think he he commits to the projects and he actually delivered like really good stuff so
0: i mean i really really liked his role in dunkirk i think he did a great job and i mean i went to watch the movie A lot of people went because Harry was in it. I went because I'm a sucker for war movies and history and all this stuff. Thanks to my dad. Shout out to my dad. But it was a plus that he was in it. And I think he did a great job. And I mean, I would love to see him in more films. I think it's something that he should continue to consider and grow in and We'll see if we'll see him as Elvis at some point. Yeah. Actually he
1: was being considered for another movie too. I don't know if we talked about it last week. I can't remember. So apparently and it goes well with the next uh news because Oh,
0: uh, I think we did about him being considered for being Eric for a Little Mermaid. Yeah.
1: I still believe it should be shown.
0: So this whole Harry Styles maybe could be Eric and Little Mermaid thing. It, there's some other cast members that were announced this week. Like official ones. Yep. Um, between them we have, I don't know if we mentioned it last week, was Melissa McCartney. But was
1: that official? Because what I saw was like there were
0: talking about it. what I've seen, it's it. official. Okay. From what I've seen, supposedly it's official. Um, but that Melissa McCartney is being considered to be, or is going to be, Ursula. I'm still still not entirely sure, because like you, I read things that she was just being considered, and then I saw some things that it was like her being confirmed as a cast member. But the one that has cost a lot of scandal is Haley Bailey, I think that's how you say her name, being casted to play Ariel in the live action of The Little Mermaid. Um if, for those of you who don't know Hailey Bailey is she is one of the members of a sister duet that's Chloe and Hailey. I knew I have seen her before. Yeah, she's a twin and she's also if you guys watch um shows from Freeform, she's in the show called Grownish. Which I watch and I really really like her role there. I like her voice. I have nothing against her and or Little Mermaid being black. But a lot of people are really really upset about this. What I'm a little upset about is that maybe Little Mermaid won't have her iconic red hair. It could still happen. It, I feel like it will be weird. I mean, I, she did tweet that it was like a dream come true to be casted as Little Mermaid. And I think if Disney spins this right, it could be a great thing. I mean, I think if they could give it a purpose to drive it and not just to include diversity. I still don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I think it's cool, but we'll have to wait and see. I mean, they've done a great job with all these live-action adaptations. I mean, there's the Beauty and the Beast one with Emma Watson. We have the most recently Aladdin coming out, and I love them both so, so, so much. We have next week or the week after that, we have the, the Lion King coming out. And from the trailers alone, it gives me chills. So obviously this movie's still developing it's still very early in its status they're just casting now so we'll have to wait and see but it's caused a lot of controversy there's memes everywhere and at work today people spent an hour debating about if they were pro or against this it was intense insane i didn't know people were so passionate about it and the the weirdest thing it was it was the guys having this discussion and you could see us girls in the corner like um what is happening?
1: I have seen a lot of this. I think the biggest thing that I have seen on social media this week is this whole issue and the next one that we're gonna talk about um
0: yeah social media has been all yeah about it.
1: and I personally I don't even know if i'm
0: against it like i'm not against yeah i'm not against it i just i want the reasoning behind it i want to understand it i want to see their vision of the movie so obviously i need to wait to see if this was a good choice i mean i have nothing against her acting she's really good actress she's a sweet girl she looks young she's gorgeous she sings which is the biggest part of this whole thing that means that they're casting people that sing because obviously it's musical which could give us a hint that they're keeping this because there's rumors that in Milan they're not going to and so I'm not against it I just want to understand it I want to see what they want to portray with the movie so obviously like i said if disney does this right and they give us a reason as to why i think it could be a really great thing i just still i'm not seeing it it shocked me it's not something that i was expecting
1: i wasn't expecting either and i like you like i want to know the reason behind that casting choice because if it's only for you know like representation, like you can't do a live action of the princess and the
0: frog. You can do other movies. There are princesses. I heard someone today said that that she they she they could have casted her to do a live adaptation of the Princess and the Frog and that she would be perfect. But still I, I wanna see the reasoning. They they have i mean i want to believe that they have a bigger reason for this other than just dodging this whole controversy that they whitewash movies because i mean they didn't whitewash aladdin and they all sang and all this whole thing so i don't know i have to wait I can and talk see from
1: what i have seen online like i have i have a lot of people on facebook that are talking about this and they're either against it or they're loving it Uh, But I have seen the memes, and I think a lot of people are being just plain racist with this whole thing. Like, if you have a reasoning, like, no, because of this and this, but some of the memes are, like, stop, don't do that. Um, But I saw someone say, like, oh, mermaids are a mythical creature, like, they're not real, so... Why are you so against this choice for, you know, to play this role? But the thing is, in every, like, every adaptation that we have seen of The Little Mermaid, and I'm not talking only... Every version of that story, the, like, place is centered around and everything. It's kind of, you know, white people. And not only that, like, some people said, like, the reasoning behind, oh, they're mermaids, um they're like in the sun and all that. But she wasn't allowed, like if we look for that point, right? If I'm looking at the logic explanation for that reason that someone said. Well, she wasn't allowed to go, you know, to the surface and she's always underwater. So shouldn't she be white? I was kind of thinking about that. I don't have anything against this. My my only issue with this is that this is the only princess that I actually like uh growing up and I have always wanted to watch the live action and it has always been like, oh, the red hair, the red hair. I don't care if she's white or not. Like, give me the red hair in that it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing because people are saying we also don't want it to look fake. You could put red hair on anyone, but Little Mermaid's hair is like a very peculiar shade of red. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But also a little piece of information, Little Mermaid is supposed to be Danish. Like she's from Denmark and um, Eric is Danish too. So that was also a big factor that people were bringing mm-hmm. into this. Like the original story is based in Denmark. And when we're
1: talking so, about original story, are we actually talking about the original fairy tale or this version, the Disney version?
0: I mean, the original fairy tale was written in, it was from a Danish Denmark. Yeah, but we cannot tell. Huh? Author. But when you look up, their nationalities online and what appears, it appears that they're Danish. Like It says Prince Eric is Danish. His nationality is Danish and that her daughter is in the second movie. She has a daughter and she's Danish too and this whole thing from their bios. I mean, so I guess they kept that from the original fairy tale, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm waiting for the reasoning behind it and what their vision for this live action is. And hopefully it all makes sense. They have to have a reasoning behind this. And we have to trust them. I mean, have, like I said, they've done a good job so far with live adaptations. And they're going
1: to do whatever they want to do. <laughs> do. You know, like, is their vision? This is something that I get fans, you know, be mad and whatever. But you need to respect the vision that the director and has for it. Because they're the, act- the ones actually doing it, you know? So the director and his team, it's their vision. They're the ones doing this project. And it's art. You should respect the artists and their vision. And they don't really need to care about your feelings and what you think about it. Because they know people are going to watch. With this whole thing, don't you think that people are going to go watch it? just to see if it's good or not even if then they just talk shit about it because they didn't like it they're gonna go watch it anyway
0: i mean i'm definitely gonna go watch it and i'm really excited either way i want to see more of who's casted and this whole thing so i'm just gonna wait and see i'm gonna trust them to do their job i mean they have their vision they have their thing obviously i'm not part of the writing table or the or anything like that so I have no insights other than what I read mm-hmm. on the internet so so we'll see but it surprised me how fired up people are about this and they're being very vocal yeah. about it
1: and you know from both sides not only like being against it but I mean to mm-hmm. just finish with this one the only thing that I can say is give me the red hair and I don't care about the rest <laughs>
0: and i've heard a lot of people say i don't care the color of her skin i don't care where she's from i don't care what story they bring i want to see her with red hair it's that's what makes you don't talk about little mermaid it's like oh she's a white mermaid no she's a mermaid with red hair yeah
1: plus another thing don't fuck up part of your world that's the other thing that i'm gonna ask Please, if anyone that's part of this is listening to this, don't fuck up that song. Oh, and for Unfortunate Souls. Because it
0: has me. I don't think they will. I mean, track record so far is really good. If I'm going by track record so far. If I'm going to, I mean, I was really nervous about Beauty and the Beast. So I understand what you're feeling right now because Belle is my favorite princess. And so I was really nervous about that live adaptation coming out. And even though I love Emma Watson, I was really nervous about how she would do playing this role and how they would change it and spin it if the songs were going to be the same. And I love the live adaptation. Obviously, it's the same and different from the animated movie. And only those who have watched it can understand what I'm saying there because they changed some little bits and pieces and they made it its whole other thing, but still very loyal to the animation. Same happened with Aladdin. They kind of like did some things that made it its own thing, but it's still very, very loyal. And it gives you chills to see it in real life, I guess, if that's a way to explain it. With real people, Um, and just by watching the, and even though it's all CGI, just watching these scenes from Lion King from the trailers and things, I every time I watch the Lion King trailer, I cry. It's ridiculous because the scenes look so much like the animated one, and it sounds so amazing. So seriously, I have high hopes. In terms of that and it being a good story and it being a good adaptation and the songs sounding good and me wanting to listen to the soundtracks all the time, so we just have to trust the universe that that, that this is this is good yeah but like you said it's some, it's some of the comments are very very racist and that it's not what this should be about. We just we all just want a good adaptation. We're very passionate about the Little mermaid apparently. Um, and talking about, talking about the very passionate about things, there's some other big controversy online, and it has to do with Taylor Swift. She's all over the news. Yeah. Um, Taylor released this week a Tumblr blog post talking about how Skitter Brown. How you say his name? Skitter Brown. Okay. Um, Bought Big Machine Records and now has the rights to over ten years of her music masters and albums and her whole practically her whole career. Because now with Lover is that she's releasing music with a different label, and obviously she mentions. Scott who has worked with her for years and years and it involves other artists because the picture she used was a screenshot from a post Justin Bieber put online it's a whole mess that I still don't understand and it's diverted from what the real issue is which me which basically is that artists should own their own music that they should have rights especially if you're a songwriter that you should have rights to your music but this is a whole issue and me and jazzy have been talking about it back and forth all the week practically because we're at the beginning we were both very confused and we were just trying to find logic to this whole issue and what was happening because it was like all of a sudden just a boom all over the internet um, and everyone's made statements, and everyone's dipped their spoon in this, and I think the biggest way I feel about this, even as a Swiftie, I know a lot of Swifties are defending Taylor and standing by her, and I do stand by her. I do believe she should own her music, but I think that she didn't do a good job expressing what she wanted to express. And she herself with the words diverted where the topic needed to be. And it's turned into this whole thing of he said, she said, and picking sides. And it's, I I think it's a mess. I think not everyone understands it.
1: I didn't know what the hell was going on when I first read about this because you send it to me. And actually, I was waking up from a nap when you sent it to me. So I was completely lost. But I read it. And I think the issue was on what she wrote. She kept going in circles. And I think she wrote that in a moment that she was feeling really passionate. And I get it. It's really emotional and all. But she let passion took
0: over it. Yeah, it's not the best. She's released statements before, like the statement she released when she had really removed all her music from Spotify and the reasonings why she was removing all her music from Spotify and what she was standing against. She made a beautiful post about her explaining what the song, her newest single was about and what she was standing for in her letter to... Her representatives and senators and this GoFundMe and all these things and signing petitions. But this time, this was not her best way of expressing what she wanted to express. I think she just, she like you said, she she literally read mm-hmm. the news of everything that was happening. She sat down, she wrote it, and she sent it kind of like the way when you're processing your own thoughts I mean I'm like that when I write and it's something that I don't reread and stuff I kind of just go around in circles or focus on the wrong thing but yeah, and she's I think she understands that and people understand that she missed the point and that people have missed the point because of that that's too late What's well, it's on the internet it's on the internet right but but it's intense and people are feeling very passionate about this artists and fans alike
1: well we have talked definitely we have talked a lot about this like yesterday specifically uh (laughs) i kind of went in a rant talking to you and then you said save it for the podcast (laughs)
0: uh literally we've said that phrase so many times this week yeah I mean, not only from what's been coming out in the news, but also from friends I have that are Taylor fans. And the things they are, I mean, this week it's ah, this topic.
1: Look, it's just people need to take this mindset of, oh, I'm a fan, so I'm going to stand by her. Like, no, like, analyze this shit first and yes I stand by what she what this whole thing is about but you need to look at it from both sides before picking sides to be honest
0: exactly there's things about how she did it that are just wrong yeah I don't think she should have involved Justin
1: and not not only Justin like I get that she has beef with Scooter and whatever but the real issue here is with Scott, not with Scooter. That's the way I see it. Like, he was the one working with her. He was the one uh, who, who actually owned the, the record label. Scooter was just, you know, a potential buyer.
0: Like, and at I the same time- like t- this whole scooter story, I think there's more to it, and we're not getting it. I don't. As of the reasoning why she made it so much about him. I mean, I don't know. I seriously don't know. It's very complicated and delicate. And I mean, I do agree that this whole issue should be more with Scott because he was the one selling things, he was the one that had worked with her for so long. Mm-hmm. He was the one that offered her the deals to buy back her music, and it was shitty. Was that, yeah, was that really a deal? A, they were shitty deals. Mm-hmm. And and the way he defended himself and his statement was like, y- you're being a dick. I, I do, Cause, cause I do. There's receipts and things about, oh, oh, I told her, oh, her dad owns things. And it's like, yeah, but that's still besides the point. Mm-hmm.
1: And it actually works.
0: I, I feel really pissed because sorry I keep interrupting okay. you. Because if you're selling a company anyway or merging or whatever they're doing, obviously you know this going to affect a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. Like Taylor can't be the only one, even though they don't have like Big Machine doesn't have like a ton ton of big artists and big names. This obviously has to be happening to somebody else. But then Other that's where they that don't have the rights. To their music, I I believe that that has to be happening. Like I it, like I keep thinking about this this week. I'm like, this is happening to Taylor. They didn't let her buy her own music back mm-hmm. with a good deal. Imagine to smaller artists in this, or artists that wanted to get off the label because they were knowing it was going to change, that they were merging, that they were selling. It, yeah. It's insane when you think about it that way. So it's a big issue. It's just it's just gone. On the wrong way, and the, the media twisted it even worse because obviously they're doing what sells, and people picking sides and stuff. It it's a big, big mess, as we say over here. It's mm-hmm.
1: just a mess. Yeah, it is. Um, but like I told you before, I think that this whole issue has become this like how can I say it like it's it's become worse than it is like this is this is pretty bad what's going on but other artists giving their two cents on a situation that has nothing to do with them and saying shit that has no relevance to the issue has made it worse and I'm specifically talking about some stuff that I saw like I get it. There's some people that have worked with Scooter and shit happened and whatever. They gave their uh, comments and whatever. But I saw this tweet Tawdrick did, uh, Tawdrick Hall, and we have talked about that he's friends with Taylor and whatever. And it was plain and simple. Like he said his part that he worked with Scooter, that shit went down there and, and that he saw firsthand who Scooter really is and whatever. And then, for some reason, Demi t- was talking on Instagram, uh, saying that uh, Scooter is not homophobic like Tadrik was saying, it. and in no other, like I went and looked for the tweet because I was like, did he said? But no, like, uh, ¿Cómo explicar esto? like they're mixing things
0: like I would say it really like people are talking without thinking because I've seen good statement. I mean Halsey made a statement about how songwriters are treated in the industry mm-hmm. and that was an amazing supportive statement that went along with the whole this is the real issue yeah and there's other people like Camila she also made a short and simple statement she said i don't really understand what's going on but people should have the right to own their own music Oh, but
1: that was another whole issue
0: oh yeah that was a whole issue because oh you're friends with taylor why didn't you mention her name yeah like which is stupid because i don't think you need to make a public statement just because it's your friend and i don't think that you need to mention her name in order for people to understand what the fuck you're talking about, if you are online and you follow these people and you have a social media account, there's no way that you didn't fucking read about this, even if it was just the title of it. Because it's all over. Like, I found out not even because I follow Taylor, I found out because I was seeing things happening and when I go do some more research because these are people I follow... I, it was right there. And it's okay to not understand it because I don't fully understand it either. And I read like a few dozen articles about it. And, and then there's the whole issue, which I think is the one that pisses me off the most. is people actually being mad at, by people, I mean fans, being mad at other artists. Not only because they don't mention her name in statements like the one Camila did. But because they're not saying anything about it either. I mean, is that their job? It's not. I mean, I don't say happy birthday to my friends on social media. It's very rare that I do. I'll text them because they're my fucking friends. Does it make me less of a friend because I didn't say it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or something? No. Then I can support a friend going through a hardship without having to make a statement for millions to see because some things are private. Especially in a situation like this, that no matter if what you say is good or bad, you're still going to be judged and criticized for what you said and for picking a side. Yeah. And I mean, this was a conversation we had and we were, I was, oof, I was really, really pissed off about it. Because specifically there was a situation with Ed and We all know that Ed and Taylor are very close friends. They toured together, they have collabed on a song together, they've been to each other's houses, this whole issue, but Ed is a private person. And a fan asked him in one of his pictures why he hadn't said anything, and another fan kind of replied that, oh, Ed never does any statements like that, he's probably texting her and supporting her privately like he always has done. It doesn't mean that he's not there for her. And he replied and he said that he is communicating with her privately the way he always has and that it, the way it's always going to be. And I agree fully because, like I said, it because I say publicly or not doesn't make it any less. I think people can support each other without having to make a big public statement or picking a big public like side because obviously they have their own careers and their own things to worry about and no matter what they say they're gonna be recognized and people like Ed Sheeran we know that they're very private people I mean Ed Sheeran got married and nobody knew mm-hmm. until he was like flashing his friend and in, in a documentary like oh yeah I'm married surprise so I think think that as long as they're supporting who they want to support in whatever way they're supporting, I'm okay with that. I don't need to see them supporting each other publicly. And people need to respect people and not just throw shade because they're not doing what you want them to be doing and getting involved in an issue that they don't want to be involved in. Yeah. Like, I just think it's stupid,
1: like... They don't need to say anything in public. And anyway, I think this situation should have been dealt with privately. Um, I kind of get why she's doing it out in the open. Because, hey, this is not the first record label doing this. Like, there are other artists, but most of the artists don't. Own their songs and stuff like that. they don't own their masters, and we have seen it in other situations. She's the one uh fighting back now, and I think it's good. It's like when she did the whole Spotify thing, but this has been a bigger this has become such a big mess. And everyone wants to give their two cents. And if you don't give your two cents on the situation, then people talk shit about you too. Like, look, there are things that if you don't have anything, really, like if you don't have anything that gives any real value to the situation, don't say anything. If you're not going to talk about the real issue in hand, don't say anything. Like a lot of people came out because I know you're seeing this from the taylor perspective because it's the one that you follow so that's what you're seeing but i do follow scooter and i follow justin and i have been seeing it from both uh angles more from the i'm seeing more from scooter because he has been continuously talking about it online Then from Taylor, and I know you have seen this whole thing from the-
0: I mean, Taylor just did her statement. I don't think she said anything else about it. Yeah, but- It's kind of like very a Taylor way Mm -hmm. of doing things. And I mean, I can't say the little things I've seen. I haven't, like I said, I haven't been spending a lot of time on social media. And the little breaks I do have, I'm not looking for drama unless I was reading to try to understand things. So all the input and stuff I've seen is mostly from my friends and private chats mm-hmm. and screenshots that they've sent me and obviously things that you and I have talked about that kind of piece together or I've gone and looked up a little bit more information. But yeah, like you said, I don't follow Scooter. I didn't really even know much about him before this whole issue happened because I'm not... I did I just I just don't know. I don't he wasn't part of the circle of people I follow and I'm not one to follow like everyone. Well I have the last few years in the last few years I've really cut down on the people I follow on social media. Especially artist wise, I've just kept like a good core. So yeah. But I I think in this we can mostly agree on a lot of it. It's just, it's a fucked up situation that became even fucked up because it wasn't communicated correctly. And artists are saying things that they maybe shouldn't be saying and just saying commentaries that shouldn't be said because they don't add anything constructive to the situation. And there's other people expecting artists to say things that really. Nobody should expect you to say anything. Like if you're not the party involved, just you don't have to say anything if you don't want yeah. to.
1: And oh, but that's your choice. by the way, I have seen, a, I know I, if you, you read the Taylor statement, of course, you send it to me. Um, She said that Scooter is a bully. That's what she said there in one of the parts on the statement and a lot of artists have come forward that has you know worked with him or or know him saying he's uh he's not a bully or whatever the the fact that he's not a bully to you doesn't mean that he isn't I don't know if he's a bully or not from what I have exactly. seen exactly I don't know him what I have seen I don't you know, know him. from what I have seen on social media and stuff like that but that you know that doesn't really have to be true but from what i have seen as a fan like that he doesn't seem to be one
0: but the fact
1: that he's not a people control
0: what they show on social media of course
1: but you know saying from what i have seen but the fact that he hasn't been a bully to you doesn't mean that he's not to other people
0: and exactly everyone has their own narrative and their own thing and I mean, I know Todrick is friends with Taylor, but Todrick is also a very genuine guy from what I've seen on social media and his relationship with other people other than Taylor. He has two sides because
1: Scooter was his manager at one point.
0: Exactly. So whatever went down there, we know that it all depends on the person and the situation. So I, I can't say he's not a bully or that Taylor's lying because...
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I just, I have to be like, she didn't express the story completely and correctly in the way that I know she's capable of. And there's things like the statement that Scott made that was kind of like, she's lying. Even though that's also not the full story either because from what we saw from his statement, it was just a bunch of mumble jumble and a mm-hmm. shitty deal. Yeah. That was offered. Yeah, and at and, the
1: end of the day again, like, the issue should be Taylor versus Scott, not Scooter.
0: Or Taylor versus Big Machine. Well, he's the one who sells it. Yeah, so. no, know, but it's about the company and what the company was offering her and like I said at the beginning if this is an issue that is happening with other artists especially smaller artists it's really really mm-hmm. fucked up because from what I read from Halsey's post on Twitter apparently songwriters aren't treated as fairly on in the industry mm-hmm. and This is apparently an issue that happens across the board. So I guess we're going to hear or read more about it in the future. This is obviously still developing and there's still no resolution in sight. I haven't seen anything being resolved. I don't know if Taylor is going to make another statement or not. She's kind of like the one that just throws a statement and then backs off and doesn't say anything.
1: And she's probably sure. handling this situation the way it should have been, situ- the, you know, handled from the beginning privately. Um,
0: yeah, because obviously this is a whole legal issue, mm-hmm.
1: too. But um, so. I do understand fully that an artist should own their work because it's their art. But we need to understand, too, that it's not only the artist doing this, like they're not fully like she writes her stuff there are artists that don't write everything plus she has used like other writers right or is it has always been her from the beginning anyway from the beginning
0: she's written her songs I mean somebody else made a statement I bet someone that she worked with before she worked with Scott and he still has her masters of songs she wrote when she was like 12 13 years old um so she's always been one to write her own music yeah she's done it sometimes with other artists or other writers mm-hmm. so maybe she's not the main writer most of the point is that she's written i wouldn't want to say all of it but
1: most of yeah, it but that's the thing that's the writing part there's other stuff involved like Yes, she should own her stuff. Mostly, you know, if it's something that all like should be her own already. But people need to understand too. Like, there's a lot of other people involved in this because she's not doing everything wrong.
0: Yeah, there's a the whole team and the producers and what I think. Other stuff,
1: right? If I'm, you know, I'm not in that. In I don't work in that industry to understand everything, but. I think a good deal would be not the shitty thing that he showed on his statement that was like after 10 years or something like that. From what I read, it was something
0: like every time you release a new album, you can buy one off until in 10 years you can have all of them, something Mm -hmm. like that. But she has a career that's over 10 years exactly. old. I think this year she turned 13 in the industry. Yeah, that's the new
1: deal. Like, that's the new deal that he's giving her. But if that's from the beginning, like, okay, you do one and the one before that, then you own when you do this one. Well, I told you this, I think, on, on when we were talking about it. If there's an album like... Her new. Let's talk about the last era because I, this one she's not on that. But as soon as she started the reputation era, in my mind, right, uh, an ideal um uh, thing for this would be okay. She started the reputation era, so the label owns that one until the era is over. But the one before that is hers. Everything before that she owns already because this one is the current one that you guys worked on that is generating the most money because yes, you can buy the other ones, but
0: her old albums aren't in its prime. Exactly. They're not generating constant money. Like when you're in an era where you, there's merch and there's concerts and there's albums and there's other exactly. things going on. So
1: why the hell her old stuff is not her hers. And at this point, like, why is it the labels with the album, it's already 10, 11 years old. And now you're telling her, okay, you do this new album and then you gain one. Like, that's shitty. That's plain and simple. But that's my ideal, uh, you know, agreement for it that it's not happening because we don't live on an ideal world and I don't work for a big machine anyway but I did see something today that apparently Scooter has reached out to her to sell her her whole catalog
0: and I think that's what she wanted to get to when she made this big statement she was probably looking to force them to make a bigger a better deal because I don't think she was Getting anywhere with Scott. So who knows what her reasoning. Behind this whole issue was. Because like I said. She just threw that blog post. And that was it. I mean she was liking other posts related to it. But Mm -hmm. she hasn't said anything else. So maybe she was trying to force a hand. For a better deal. You know. Wow. It's a big issue. And it's a big thing. And it's kind of shitty. If you did this whole thing. Just to get a better deal. Mm, but I do Do you know. really think so? Eh, I mean, it's the smart. It's using your voice and your power to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Because it became a big issue and it became this whole social media thing and people picking sides and he says, she said. I don't know. The situation seriously still gives me a headache. But
1: you know... While reading about this, I found out that apparently at some point the Beatles, no, Michael Jackson uh, bought all the Beatles masters. And I'm, I have been trying to understand all that because I don't understand, but just wanted to, you know, fun fact, I read that and I was like, what the hell? so I don't know, I mean I don't
0: understand how, how you get possession of it and how it's sold between people or who has ownership over them it's, I don't work mm-hmm. in the industry, there's things I don't understand, I'm just a simple fan yeah,
1: but I do believe artists should own their own art and there are artists that actually yeah. write and produce their stuff because of it and they're completely independent
0: but of course it's harder to do I it think, that way, I think that's Think something, Yeah, and I think that's something that maybe we'll slowly see as more of a trend, maybe. Especially with all the changes that are happening in the in music industry. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I mean, we have artists like Web Bunny. He's completely
1: independent.
0: But, well, I mean, is he? Really? Still? Well, when he released his album, he wasn't a record label. And I don't think he had, he, I think he had like a ad agency help him with the publicity aspect and public relations i know there are artists who
1: like they're signed to a record label but they still have ownership of everything they do
0: i guess it just depends on the, like i said this is this whole legal issue it's depending on what the it's like when you get a job whatever they offer you mm-hmm. and you sign for it, it's what you get so if you signed away your soul to a devil, you can your the, soul yeah, to a devil. And at
1: the same time, like people need to understand because I've seen with this whole tailored thing, they say, oh, but why did you sign that? Like when she signed with them, she was what, 15? Yeah, she was a
0: kid. And obviously it's this whole issue because her dad owned um, shares in the company. And she's been in the industry for so long. I don't know how there was no renegotiation of the deal. Or maybe there has been for over a few years. And maybe when she saw it going over, she left the company thinking that maybe that would help. And it didn't. And we're here now. Who knows? I don't understand it. I, I don't know them personally. I don't work in the industry to know more about it or have inside information so I guess right now we're at the point where I just hope that she can buy them because
1: it's her life work basically and not only that I hope from this the industry changes because it's really fucked up that an artist doesn't own their own you know art yeah especially mm-hmm. after
0: 13 years in an industry yeah, because it's kind of fucked
1: up they're, you know how but, much yeah. money they're giving you? like they're generating you a lot of money Taylor Swift is one of the biggest artists out there like you're making a
0: good and she was one of mm-hmm, the biggest artists you're making a, a good buck
1: so. out of her but then she doesn't own her own material like that's just fucked up that's the way I see it
0: yeah I feel like that ownership should Mm -hmm. have an expiration date, like you said. As soon as this is over and you give me a new one, you can keep this. And that should be the way. But I guess I don't know. I don't know how the industry truly works. So we'll see. But I agree with you. I I hope that she does get to buy this back. And if any other artists in that were under Big Machine are suffering from this as well, I hope that they get... Mm -hmm a good deal as well because i don't think i mean nobody else has come forward that i know of yeah
1: i think a lot of people are seeing this from the perspective of oh she's so big and she's having this tantrum over that yeah but it's her work
0: plus that's your work that's your art it's like. I wrote a book and then you owned it and you didn't want to give me the rights Mm -hmm. of my book. And not only that, like with this,
1: Mm -hmm. she's not only helping herself, she's helping the other artists in some way.
0: Mm -hmm. Probably people that helped her with all that music because if anything, I mean, when she pulled off her music from Spotify, it wasn't because she wanted to make more money. It was because of the people under her that were barely making anything for Yeah, the music that was released or the small artists who were barely making sense for releasing music on this platform while the platform was benefiting so obviously these big artists speaking for issues like this like the real issue not the non important Mm -hmm. aspects of the issue it's a good thing because it kind of like creates a domino effect for those who don't have the power and yeah. their voice to do so.
1: And at the same time, I hope from this and all the backlash that some of the people that have been giving their opinion about it have gotten, they learned that sometimes you don't have to give your opinion about everything that is going on. Like you can just sit back and don't say anything.
0: Like my mama says, Calladito, te ves
1: exactly. bonito. and to the fans they need to understand that just because a celebrity is friends with another celebrity that doesn't mean that they need to be vocal about everything that's going on with their friend because like you said um uh, why do they need to put it on social media like there's it's just people want to know all the gossip. chismosos que son
0: Basically, that's it. That they want to be a part of the whole story and they want to see the whole narrative. If they can't control it or speak about it or give their opinion about it, they don't like.
1: Esto una novela. Esto es la it.
0: realidad. Yeah, people need to get
1: Exacto. lives. Go watch a movie if you want to see some drama.
0: Yeah, go watch Spider-Man. <laughs> Far from <God>. home <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> um, I think we should talk about some recommendations. Yes, what do you yes. think?
1: You go ahead because um, I need to think about this this week. Okay,
0: so I have a few. One of them is obviously Spider-Man: Far From Home. I'm sorry, I'm I'm so nauseous when I'm obsessed with things in each podcast, but it's really good, and if you're a big Marvel fan. You're going to enjoy it. Um, Another thing I've been really obsessed with is a Netflix original show. It's called Mr. Iglesias with the comedian Gabriel Iglesias. And I love his stuff. And he makes me laugh a whole bunch. So it's really good. So go watch it. And it talks about some real-life issues. So, so far, I'm really loving it um and I have two songs I want to recommend for all of you we have never really over by Katy Perry which I've been obsessed with and it's been a while since I've really obsessed over a Katy Perry song so this one's really good and I love when it comes on radio and this is an oldie but a goodie and it's by the the band the 1975 it's I love it if we made it it's a really good song I kind of Heard it again recently, and I am re-obsessed with it. And also, to add a little book recommendation, right now I'm reading the rest of the story by Sarah Dessen. And last night I read like eight chapters, so it's really good so far. I love all her books, and so far I'm really loving this one. So, really excited to finish it and talk to Jossie all about it is all yours, baby. So
1: recommendations. Okay. I'm having a hard time because I was trying to type to the document. Uh, and also think and also listen to you. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I don't know, my brain is not working today. So,
0: so many things at the same time. Yeah.
1: But I do have uh, I didn't want to make this recommendation yet because I want to finish the series, but I have been reading uh, uh, the books from the Delirium Mm -hmm. series by Lauren Oliver. I'm on the second one. Can you hear the freaking fireworks? Yes, I can. I thought that was someone knocking on something. No. And they're not supposed to be using them here. And the the, uh, people from the lobby from the leasing office they sent an email and said that they couldn't and they're doing it anyway um so the delirium series by lauren oliver i love i haven't read like a ton of her books but the two books that i have read from her i freaking love them and they're um vanishing girls and before i fall you remember now I know. Anyway, yeah, I do. Um. So, I wanted to read more books by her because I loved those two. And I a while ago I bought this series, and I didn't have any time to read it. I started last week, and last week or two weeks ago, and I read the whole Delirium book. I love it. I have to say, it's been a while since I have read a book, and it has felt so heavy after I finished like I don't want to do anything I don't want to read anything else like it got me so bad I told Nachi like I don't even know if you're gonna uh want to read it then that's the only reason why i'm not saying anything because i don't want to spoil it for you if you're interested to read it but at the same time i need to talk (laughs) because it feels so heavy so it's really good i'm in the second book of the series i wanted to wait until i finish, but to be honest the book is so good that i'm just gonna say it go ahead read delirium it's i told nachi what's about And she was kind of like, oh, interesting. And I told my brother, and I have to clarify to him, like, it's a young adult book. It's like for teens. I don't know if you're going to be interested. But I kind of explained, like, what's about. And he told me that he was going to look into it, that it sounds interesting. Because I was telling him, like, it's about this, but it feels so like related to other aspects like the government like the reality that we're living in so yeah it's really good go and read it i'm already thinking on buying the audiobooks so i can reread without actually reading the book but just listen um like i have been doing with the sarah Dixon books at work anyway um and another of course i was talking on the news about metallica uh go listen to master of puppets Really good song. Incredible song. I could recommend more of their songs, but I'm just going to leave it on that one so you can understand the beauty of it and the performance that I was talking about. Um, And um, I don't know what else. I have been listening to a lot of different stuff this week from my band's playlist, and I was listening to some reggaeton too. So I don't have any others
0: like she was also listening to a lot of bts i caught her i was spotify stalking her yeah
1: the only day of this week that i have listened to bts she noticed like it was there
0: mocking me
1: <laughs> well now just because you're saying that i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i didn't want to do no. it but if do you it. do it then yes. you have
0: to admit you're a bts fan okay i'm not gonna do it <laughs> I went, and everyone now has proof of me manipulating you. Yeah,
1: (laughs) You're really mean. I'm not a fan. I'm just a casual listener. Fine. You you can recommend something. Can I do it? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'm not going to recommend Boy With Love. Uh, No, but they have this song called Mic Drop, and uh, it's uh, one with uh, Steve Aoki. And it's really good i like it i think i like it more because uh of the performance like the dance routine on uh on the performance so yeah um mic drop by bts and i'm not gonna recommend any others just that i have been listening to that one quite a lot um because i like it but that doesn't make me a fan i'm just a casual listener
0: I love how you need to do the disclaimer.
1: Yeah, because that doesn't mean that I'm a fan. I'm just a casual listener. You have been bullying me, so I need to clarify this. And there is proof that she has been bullying me. I can show screenshots. I'm
0: not going
1: to lie. I'm not going to deny it. She's not here for it. And this, guys, this is the reason why I need to stop saying that something is not my cup of tea because then i end up listening to the music like last week i said something about water parks and the reason why i haven't listened to the song yet is because i don't want to end up this way
0: with water parks because i'm bitter about that so yeah yeah but i mean we all need to remember that you were a closet Five
1: South fan, But that doesn't so. have anything. No, no, no. It's not the same I, thing. It's I, not- I, I think i listened to the underwear no, song, right? That's by them. I was pretty I- aware that I was a closet fan. <laughs> it's not the
0: <laughs> same. Just like thing. You are right now. No, the same thing. no. I'm not Okay. I think we should finish the podcast because <laughs> people don't want to listen to us arguing about this. So before we continue this conversation offline, I want to tell you guys, thanks for listening. This has been another episode. Episode 13, which is Taylor Swift's lucky number. Oh my god, we talked about Taylor Swift in the 13th episode.
1: And it wasn't pretty.
0: <laughs> I mean, it still blows my mind. The Swifty in me is like freaking out because that turned out perfect. This wasn't planned. But um, thanks for being with us for 13 episodes. You can binge watch, binge watch this is where I stop thinking. You can binge listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on all of our social medias. And by all of our social medias, I mean Facebook and instagram you can look us up as obsessed millennials also on spotify you can find playlists with new releases and our recommendations on there and while you're on there listen to our podcast but if you're there listening to our podcast finish listening to our podcast before you go listen to music yeah that's a lot of stuff but yeah that's a mouthful (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again next week for another whole new episode.
1: Bye, guys. Bye.